This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome into The Odds Couple. Odds Couple, the greatest gambling show in the city of Chicago, maybe in the whole country. And if you're waiting to hear from Carmen DeFalco, you'll be waiting a lot longer because Carmen is off this week. I am the producer, Randy Merkin, filling in. And it is always my pleasure to welcome in the legend, Mike North. Mike, how are you? Well, first of all, from one legend to another, Randy, yeah. it's, good, it's good for you to sit in today. Carmen, I think it's at the beach or something. I mean, you know, he's still he's got li- that. He's living the life, Mike. Yeah, he's, he's still got that, that that boy body. You know, I've always said that Carmen could have been in a boy band and uh, would have been ultimately successful. So he's having some fun today, and we're taking over. And, you know, what's great is today, because we're preempted with White Sox baseball, uh, we have our, we're getting the podcast out early, but we'll also be on tomorrow at at 8 o'clock, uh, which is great. We'll on be the on at 8. Yep, we'll be on right before. But we got picks for today, too. That's right. We'll be on right before the hockey show, and obviously the Blackhawks had yep. a, a big game at uh, against the Oilers this afternoon. Yep. And, uh, Happy anniversary. Yes, thank you. 19 now, years. Now, it's Dana. Dana and Brett. Beth, Beth, my wife. Dana okay. and Brett are the kids. Because I didn't want to say a, a different pronunciation. No, no. But Dana, and, and congratulations, you know. 19 years, you're a pup. Yeah. Uh, you're still. How many, how you're, many years have you been married, Mike? Uh, 43. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. we got married, and then the covered wagons uh, yeah. went, to, went by the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great, and we had streamers. You know, back in the day, did you have streamers on your uh, wedding cars? Back in the day, they didn't have wedding rice. cars. <laughs> yeah, now we got, I yeah. mean, back in the day, you had your, everybody decorated. That's not happening anymore. Right. They threw rice at us. That's been banned. You can't throw rice anymore. So basically, you know, we had a good time, but that was a long time ago. I'll tell you how long ago it was. The greatest restaurant back in the day, the Como Inn, we had our reception sure. there. Yeah, they turned to Kennedy at the last second for some reason. Somebody made a call, and they spared the Como Inn, one of the great restaurants of all time, but it is gone now. But, man, I'm telling you, that was a long time ago. Yes, it was, and you're still a happily married man. Right? Yeah. Yes. Good. Well, yeah, I'm happy. You know, now especially, I I, I don't even feel like going out at five in the afternoon. <laughs> so I'm I'm thrilled. Uh, the odds couple presented by Prop Swap. Yes. We'll talk to Lou Pergandy next segment. Lou. First of all, Mike, how's the golf game? Everything good? I I shot yesterday 102. I sh- so I shot a 94 the time before, a 102, and other times we play best ball. In other words, if me, you, and Carmen would play, right? whoever hits the best ball, we would hit from there. And that's great because you get through, through the round fast, and you avoid sand traps and other things. It's a more fun game, and you hang out together. One guy in on one end of the course, another guy in on the other side of the course, another guy ain't looking for his ball, taking 10 minutes, so it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. I love golf. Unfortunately, oh. unfortunately I can't play right now because I've got... Well, I can't pick him either. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, I'm tired of Ricky Fowler. I'm off him. I, I picked him the first. I picked him Thursday uh, in, in a matchup against uh, other people. It doesn't matter who it was uh, because, quite frankly, uh, he's got nine career wins, but I got to be straight up. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy. But for the $10 million a year he earns in endorsements, he is the male Anna Kornikova of golf. Ladies and gentlemen, I know he's got more titles than she had. She only, I think, won once or twice. But for the amount of money he makes, Randy, and for the popularity of him, people are starting to notice that guys that he was better than, including Kepka, 
and others back in the day, especially in college and everything else, are starting to pass them by. That's true. And, you know, Mike, he's probably, I would say, he's probably the best golfer who hasn't won a major. And I think it was four years ago he finished. How about Tony Finau now? Tony Finau's right there, but, you know, Ricky, mm-hmm. Tony Finau's only won one tournament. So. Yeah, yeah, one or two tournaments, yeah. that's it. I mean, he's another guy been going since, like, or, you know, a long time now without something. And, you know, R- Ricky and Tony, they have the same problem. They can't, on Sundays, they kind of fall apart. Oh. And that that's was Ricky's problem. He was right in it last, uh, for yep. the WGC event in Memphis last week, and then he just, he ballooned in the back nine and really was never even contention I took him that. Sunday, and he decided to take the plane into the mountain. Yeah, that, he, he it, was, you know. He wasn't good. He was no. definitely wasn't good. So, Mike, let me ask you a question about uh, live betting, okay? Yes. And I've been doing a lot more of it right now. Oh, God. Especially on baseball for some reason. What, 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 what would you say the best advice is to our fans when you're live betting? Because, you know, you have a lot of these games, especially in the NBA. You don't know who's motivated right now and who's not because a lot of these teams are, already have their playoff spot secure. So what, what would you tell fans right now on live betting when you can get a team like all of a sudden, like last night the Lakers – Versus the Rockets. You could have gotten the Lakers like plus 650 in the second half, but I'm like, eh, are they motivated? Do they even care to play this game? What would you say, Mike? Well, first of all, I would say this. Are you talking about live betting where you're betting that a, a guy is going to get one hit today? Are you doing no, proposition I'm, I'm, bets? I'm, I'm talking about during a game where all of a sudden, you know, it pops up like, you know, the Rockets are up 13 in the second right. half and you can live bet. Oh, okay. Don't do it. Don't dear do Lord it. On ha- dear Lord on high, I beseech you. I'm going to please do not start where you're starting to pound, you know, whether it's first five innings. I'm not big on proposition bets in anything. I like to bet the game or I like to bet the total. Um, You can get in the hole fast, although there'll be the argument. Well, yeah, you could win fast, too. I mean, you know, I, I lately have just said the only prop bets I'll do is in golf where I'll bet matchups. Uh, I I really rarely stay or really pick who's going to win the whole tournament. You turned me on to that. Yeah, and that and that's impossible to do. By the way, it's so tough. It is it's so tough. So what I'm doing is like you know I'll take uh, like the other day, even though I lost it, I'll take Fowler against uh, who's matched up against Kepka or somebody else, uh, which I did last week. By the way, you know you can get addicted to a team. I remember I was picking good. But I would always, back in the day, and people will remember this, there was always one coach that lost for me. His name was Joe Walton. He was from the New York Jets. He wore his cap backwards. I sort of liked the guy. He had the every guy look as a coach, and he was maybe one of the worst coaches of all time, but I couldn't get off him. That's the problem I've had with Ricky Fowler. I can't wean myself off the guy because I think he's going to sooner or later win. But you know what? When you think that, sometimes the sooner... Doesn't come till later, like three years later, and you and you lose a bundle of cash. So basically, I'd say stick with the games. I would not do proposition ga- bets during a ball game or an NBA game. Let me ask you this: How are you doing, honestly? Which you don't, which you always are. How are you doing with those bets? I, I would say I lost more than I've won. There you go. Yeah. Now I, I will say, not can't a, you just bet a game and just you know go along with but, with the the game without saying, "Hey, is so and so going to get a base hit here?" Yes or no? Right. Minus one forty, plus one thirty. If I got into that, Mike, I think that'd be a dangerous territory. That would be into, bad. Yeah. Um, I will say though, like you know, sometimes you just got a feeling. Like the other night, right. I, the other night it was the Mariners Angels, and the Mariners were up 
six to three, and I'm like, boy, the Mariners bullpen stinks, and they got to go through Trout again. I'm gonna bet the Angels. They were like plus six fifty. Of course, they didn't win, but that's the danger, right? You get into of betting these live bets because it's a sucker's bet for the most part, right? It is a sucker's bet. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's such a sucker's bet that these kinds of bets didn't exist 20 years ago, 25 years ago. But this is a way for the books to make more money. They don't say, hey, guess what? We're going to have more in-game betting. You know why? Because you guys got a chance to win. You know what they're saying to themselves? This is gravy for us. This is instant cash that we didn't have when the game started. So, I mean, proposition bets are good. I like them more in football than in anything else. And Major League Baseball is hard enough to bet. The game, the game and win, let alone, I, I will say this, I would take the Cubs if there's a, if there's a last five innings or, uh-huh. a, I would take the over in the Cub games with yeah. the bullpen they have. Yeah, that's a that's If a great I was going to do that. That's a great point. Yep. Listening to the odds couple, Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen DeFalco and of course Mike North with us as well every week. And today we're a special edition because we are being preempted by White Sox baseball. So you get the podcast early and we'll be on tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. But I got a White Sox play for later. Oh, good, good. Uh, Speaking of baseball, Mike, Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at the Major League Baseball odds for the World Series. Yes. And I know we started off before the year, we did a show together, and we were talking Uh about over-under for Sox and Cub wins. And I think we both said go under. And right now both teams are playing pretty well. The Sox are one game over five hundred, and the Cubs – Finally lost last night or eight and three now. So can I fess up? Yes. Last week on the show, I told Carmen because what I said on on the show with you and I, Randy, was absolutely mm-hmm. right. That was my opinion. I when I went to the window, I took over Cubs and I took under Sox. Right now, they're both okay, but uh, it could change drastically. I think the White Sox need more pitching. I think that. Their left side with Anderson in the field and with Jimenez in left field is uh, an anchor, a bad anchor for us. But uh, you know what? Right now, they got a winning record. They've done well. They've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. They just got to beat Minnesota and Cleveland and the better teams now. So so basically, I took over Sox 32. I mean, over Cubs 32, under Sox 32 and a half. Right, and now both, as you mentioned, both these teams have played some really bad yeah. competition. But it'll get better, and the Sox are playing the Indians this weekend. Mm. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. So real quickly, Mike, I just wanted to ask you, we only have like a minute left here in this sure. segment. Uh, the Yankees, who have just been terrific so far, are plus 350 to win the World Series. Dodgers are plus 375. Cubs 16-1, to Sox 25-1. to And here's one I was curious to get your reaction to. They right now are winning the NL West. Mm. The Colorado Rockies are Ooh. eighty to one. You can still get an eighty to one to win the World Series. And we had Jerry Hirston on this week with Carmen and Yurko, and he said that Bud Black told him he's the manager of the Rockies that he was excited and how this this whole season set up for his team. Would mm. you put thirty forty bucks on the Rockies at eighty to one, Mike? A crazy season like this, you never know, right? Absolutely. So you, I put it up. I get. They got. Why not? Why not drop fifty, hundred bucks on that, and then back it up with the 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 one team that you mentioned that I think has good odds, sixteen to one to Cubs. Yeah, sixteen to one. The other one's too high. I mean, the Yankees are what? The three, Yankees. You're not going to make a lot one, of money. Basically. Yeah, yeah. You're not. 
I like the Cubs at 16 to 1. They got the pitching. Darvish came around the other night. Uh, you know, Hendricks had a, you know, a bad game. Okay, that's fine. He can pitch. We know that. You got Lester. I think like you just told us about that team, the Cubs set up nicely for a short season. I was on with the great Tony Bruno the other yes. night and he said he said, "Why do you like the Cubs?" He goes, "Boy, those Cubs are something else." And I basically made a joke of it, Randy, but I said, you know what? They would have won more than one World Series had there been 60-game seasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would have won. They would have won. Right. I mean, Manny Trio would have hit 400 right. if they had 60-game right. series. So right. Mark Grace would have been one of the most heralded. Sammy Sosa would have put up astronomical numbers for a shortened season. So Kerry Wood might not have been hurt. Uh, Pryor might not have been hurt with all the lo- innings or what have you. So uh, a 60-game season's different, and you got to look at teams differently. And I like the way the Cubs set up believe me i do yeah they got pedigree man mike you know what's coming up next what your favorite guy lou, lou from prop swap he'll join Dear us Lord, no, Luke. when we come back this is the odds couple presented by prop swap on espn 1000 you're listening to the odds couple friday nights at six with a replay saturday morning at eight on espn 1000 chicago's home for sports Welcome back to the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. I'm Randy Burkin filling in for the great Carmen DeFalco and Lumber. We are preempted today for White Sox baseball, so the podcast goes up early, and you'll hear us tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. It is my pleasure to welcome in ho, ho, ho. president, owner, everything of PropSwap, Luke Burgandy. Luke, how are you? I'm well, Randy. How are you? Luke, I'm well, and I got to imagine right now this is a unbelievable time for you guys. After everything that, that started off with this pandemic and slowed sports down, Everything except football is basically hot and heavy right now, so you guys have to be loving this action. Yeah, yeah, it's the sports equinox going on right now. So, um, yeah, it's it's been awesome. Golf is humming, um, basketball, baseball, hockey, and it seems like a lot of long shots are kind of making a rush here um, in each of those sports, which is perfect for us. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, the, the Blackhawks, uh, you know what? We talked about it, and, uh, you know, they're still the hot ticket, uh, everything else. But when you look at golf, has that been overall the one, because it started earlier than them, has that been the most action that you've seen on, go- on golf since you guys opened up? Yeah, I would say the number of tickets-wise, mm-hmm. we're seeing the most purchases on golf. Um, there's just so many golfers that can win every week. And, like, you know, we've talked about this. PropSwap just completely changes golf because these guys don't have to win anymore. They just have to have a good Thursday or Friday, and you can sell your ticket. And, like, just so many times. Like, Brendan Todd last weekend was a perfect example of a guy that was in the lead for the first three days. He literally had a four-stroke lead to start Saturday. And then Sunday just completely crumbles. He didn't even finish in the top five. So Luke, and that's a situation where you have a you know quote unquote a, I don't want to call him a scrub, but like clearly not a premier player. Um, you've got to sell high on those on those golfers. So you know a couple people did sell their Brendan Todd ticket on on Sunday morning of last week's tournament, but other people held on and, and the ticket was garbage. 
So I want to ask you a couple, about a couple more golfers from last week, Luke, because Mike and I were mentioning Ricky Fowler before and how he mm. seems to always struggle wow. on the weekend. Brutal. Did you get a lot of uh, sell of Ricky Fowler? Because he was right in competition. He At one point, I think he had the lead on Saturday, and then I think he f- started one or two off the lead going into Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we sold some Ricky Fowler tickets. Most of those guys did not resell. Um, wow. I would say the most uh, resold ticket was Brendan Todd, but – at the same time, there were probably five other gamblers who, who had a Brendan Todd ticket or had a Ricky Fowler ticket that just held on to it too long. How did, how did it work with Justin Thomas, who going into Sunday, Luke, uh, on most places you can get him at 9 or 10 to 1, which I thought was crazy. He was only four off the lead. Yeah, yeah. We sold a 10 to 1 ticket on Justin Thomas on Saturday. Um, he bet about 150 bucks, so you know, there was $1,500 in his pocket. Wow, that's insane. Well, you know, it's funny, though, and uh, this is my last question for you, Luke, but I want golfers to start being honest because if I was a PGA golfer and I came in seventh, the first thing I'd say is, well, if somebody asked me what happened to you, I'd go, wait a minute, I just made two hundred grand. okay? <laughs> what are you talking about what happened to me? Because I didn't finish first, I'm a bad guy. I mean, really think about the prize money, and you're right about this. They don't feel the pain that a lot of guys that have won over the years if they finish fourth or fifth. And sometimes people will hang on to the new guy because he's the guy that needs to win for exemptions and everything else. Yeah, yeah that's totally fair. They're, they're laughing all the way to the bank while we're, yep. while we're criticizing them for not beating Justin Thomas, one of the world's best golfers. You know, it, funny bring that, bring that up because second place this week is one point one million dollars. Ridiculous! So, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, Luke, I yeah. want to ask I want to ask you about some baseball stuff because I I got to imagine with the shortened season that you got a lot of action going on each day with with uh, baseball bets on divisions or World Series. Um, who's hot right now in being sold this early in the season? The uh, Colorado Rockies. That that's the team been, we mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. They they've been the hottest ticket, obviously. Uh, to win the NL West, it's going to be difficult with, with Los Angeles Dodgers ahead of them. Uh, but just their odds to win the World Series, they started out the season at 200 to 1. Uh, and they're all the way down to around 40 to 1 at some bucks. So, um, you know, if you bet $100, you could sell that for at least 600. And we're only, you know, three weeks into the season there. That is crazy. And and you, Mike mentioned the Blackhawks before, and you had told us that. You had crazy sales with the Blackhawks, and now they're on the on the brink of uh, moving on to the next round. So, h- how are Blackhawks sales right now? Yeah, yeah, couldn't keep a Blackhawks ticket on the shelf. I'm sure that comes from our you know many users in Chicago, but you know they're just a really public team. They're they're followed by a lot of different cities. You grew up in Chicago, then moved to Arizona, and you still follow them, still bet on them. Um, so, yeah, that was our hottest hockey ticket for sure. Um, their odds are still in the 30s. They're around 35 to 1. So clearly uh, the sportsbooks aren't giving them a ton of confidence. Uh, I do think they've looked like the better team versus Edmonton, but uh, the, West is, the West is tough. Uh, St. Louis Blues, Vegas Golden Knights, uh, you know, even the Flames look pretty good. They, they swept the Winnipeg Jets. Um, it's, that's a really tough conference, so... Uh, I think they do advance, but I, if I was holding a Blackhawks ticket, I would sell that this week. Luke Pergani from PropSwap. Luke, thanks for joining us every Luke. week. We'll talk to you next week, okay, buddy? Luke. Th- thanks, Randy. Thank you, Mike. Luke, see you, Randy. Happy to see you, Luke. That was good.
That was Luke Pergandy. And, uh, Mike, let's continue on because, uh, you know, Luke mentioned the Rockies. We mentioned them before, Ricky Fowler. But I want to get to some football talk with you, Mike. Because Love it. Training camps are actually starting now. People are getting excited. Hopefully there will be a season. Um, and I was looking at uh, a couple odds. Before we talked, Mike, we talked about MVP, but I want to do a couple other things with sure. you. Uh, NFC champion. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers represented the NFC last year in the Super Bowl, and they are the favorite right now, Mike, at, at 4.5 to 1. You can get the Saints at four, uh, 5.5 to 1. Our Chicago Bears at 20 to 1. And the team I wanted to first ask you about, Mike, yeah. is the Arizona Cardinals who are kind of like the sexy pick because their offense, they got DeAndre Hopkins, they have Larry Fitzgerald back, and they got the young kid, Kyler Murray, who had a great rookie year. What What are your thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals potentially representing the NFC in the Super Bowl this year? It's very hard to believe, is it not? It isn't. I agree with you. The white helmet with the Cardinal, I've been looking at it since I was a child. And really, since I was a child, it hasn't done much. So you'll excuse me if... I don't jump on completely the Kyler Murray or offense bandwagon for Arizona. I'm not that big a believer in them. I think that there's always something that happens to them um, for the most part. I mean, they've had Larry Fitzgerald for a long time. I mean, this Larry Fitzgerald isn't new. I know they picked up some people, but I just don't. I don't think of Arizona when I'm thinking about winning the NFC. I think San Francisco's got D. I think San Francisco has something to prove. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, uh, you know, he has to prove that he's already done a lot, but he wants to get to the final destination. I think their offense is tailored. I think Kittles is outstanding. So Arizona, I'm not excited about. Okay, you're not excited about Arizona. No. It sounds like you like the 49ers. I do. What, what about, like, the Saints? Because, you know, it's a snake-bitten team, Mike, because it seems like the last two years, well, the last three years, the mm-hmm. last year they lost to the Vikings in the first round but had a lead in that I game. like them, too. You like the Saints because I at, think at they're some a point, wild card. Like, some- at some point, Drew Brees, it's just going to run out. The arm is going to run out, right? Well, you hope so. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't, then something, it's a free, he's a freak. But, you know, Brady's still going. Uh with the new quarterback rules, I mean, 20 years ago, Randy, Drew Brees is mangled. And there's nothing you can do about it. 25 years ago. that just And, and before that. Guys like him didn't exist unless they could scramble. I'm talking about short quarterbacks, 5'10". That's what he is. Right. He finds the lane. He gets it done. But regardless, I don't know how the season's going to go. But if you have a season full, I like the 49ers in New Orleans, and you could flip-flop them. Either one wins the division, and the other's a wild card, or the other way around. Okay, so let's move on quickly here uh, on the odds couple. Mike I North. love when you throw stuff at me because <laughs> you know you know I'm ready. Yeah. It's like you're in. I'm in the batting cage right now. I'm hitting balls off the wall on you. You're a little. You're a little surprised. A little I haven't. Stunned. I haven't. I've never stumped you. And you know, <laughs> just 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 so the audience knows beforehand. Like I I, I did I did a lot of research last night, right. and I always say to Mike, you don't you, tell me anything. You want me to know? You're like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. No. So, so let's let's go on to right. defensive player of the year. Okay, Aaron mm-hmm. Donald is. Always in the running for this. He's at seven to one. Nick Bosa, nine to one. Uh, Khalil Mack are from the Chicago Bears, eleven to one. And there's a couple interesting ones: JJ and TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. TJ's on the Steelers. JJ, of course, on the Texans. They're yeah. thirteen to one. And Chandler Jones, who predicted Mike earlier this week that he's going to break Michael Strahan's sack record, is really? at tw- is at twenty to one. If if you're if you're telling our fans right now, Mike, would you say just Throw all the money on Aaron Donald because he's the safe pick, and you're getting him at seven to one, which is a steal. 
No, I'm going Joey Bosa, 9-1. to one. Okay. For a no, lot of different Nick, reasons. Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa's not. I mean, Nick Bosa. Right. Well, Joey's great, too. But Joey's great. Yes. What is Joey at? Is there something for him? Joey's over 20-1 to one right now. That's a good bet, too. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Nick uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, which I always give Carmen, the main reason, he's Italian. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> number, <laughs> number two, he's an edge guy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. Donald's in between. And let's face it, Donald and Mac have been superb. But they've taken more hits. Bosa's was I mean people were going why is, why did he get all that money are you kidding me are you kidding me uh, both both bolsas are, are are pedigree just like Mac and just like these other guys I would go the nine to one route with him I really would what what about Khalil Mack at eleven to one well is- since Robert Quinn is in I think Khalil Mack two years ago would have been six to one five right. to one right. four to one eleven to one I think is basically an overreaction to last year when there was injuries to Akeem Hicks, okay, number one, and and to not having somebody on the other side like a Robert Quinn. So I think, like you said earlier, Randy, you put a little, not, not, you go light. That's what I like to say. You go light. In other words, don't put 100 on him. If you're going to put 500, Go 100 on Mac at 11 to 1. Cash in for 1100 if he does get it. I think he's got something to prove. But the last time he was MVP, folks, was 2016. That's eons ago when you're talking in the National Football League. Yeah, that's a good point. But yep. Khalil Mack, every year, Mike, can just come out and dominate. So I think you make a, a good suggestion yep. there. Might as well 11 to 1. Well, it was last year every year, in your opinion. I know he had a decent year. He had but a down not year like we last thought. year. Right, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah, the whole Bears team had a down year. Absolutely. Year, so. Not just not just Mitch. Not right. just Mitch. Right. It was Eddie Jackson. Yep. I mean, it was Khalil yep. Mack. It I was mean, a the, rough year. It was a it rough was, year. And you got rid of a stud running back. And yep. a new, you had a rookie running back. So it's not just, or the coaches, it's not just, it was a team bad year. Yes. Period. Agreed. Yep. Uh, you're listening to the odds couple. It's Randy Merkin in for Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. When we come back, there's one more NFL prop I want to ask Mike about, and then we'll get into some college football. It's the odds couple on ESPN 1000. This is the odds couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. On ESPN 1000, or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen Falco along with Mike North, all presented by Prop Swap. We are preempted by White Sox Baseball, so you'll get the podcast early today, and then we'll be on at 8 a.m. leading into the hockey show with Pat Boyle and Brian Hanley. Mike, so I mentioned we were going to break. There's one more NFL prop I wanted to get to, and this is an interesting one, Mike. I've been sweating over here. I'm worried. Yeah, I bet I you I think are. you're going to try I think you're coming up with something something crazy and something that might throw me off my game. That That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> okay. All right, so here we go, Mike. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one. Every year I never understand how they decide to vote on this. We, some guys are legit NFL comeback player of the year candidates, but uh, comeback player of the year right now, Mike, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, 3-1, to one, Cam, Three to one, JJ Watt seven to one. He played a lot last year, but I guess he missed most yeah. of the season. Gronk seven to one. He was out all last year. Here's an interesting one: Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns. Mm, good ball player. F- Fifteen to one. I know he got suspended and missed a lot of games. And here's one more, Mike. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles from our Chicago Bears mm-hmm. at eighteen to one. Say Mitch yeah. starts off slow. Who knows who's even starts? Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, and the Bears finished twelve and four, and Nick Foles yeah. has a year like he had. With the Eagles, who knows? So who of, yeah. of the names I mentioned there, 
who who right away piqued your interest? I'll go with the guy they laughed at. Didn't think they were going to make anything of himself. Ben Roethlisberger, three to one. I'm going with the favorite here. There's a reason. I mean, the guy is ultimately successful. He knows how to play the position. Uh, the Steelers are one of only three teams, ladies and gentlemen. You go, Mike. You know, Randy's always pressuring me. Daily calls me. <laughs> you got to be unique. Please come up with something different. You're stuck in the mud. Well, okay. This is my Randy Merkin pick of the day. Okay. okay? My, I like that. My, the Steelers are only one of three teams, folks, that are going to have everybody back. Everybody. There's been 64 defections, mostly offensive linemen. And that's dangerous for a lot of teams that have decent quarterbacks. New England has seven defections not playing this year because of the pandemic or what what have you. So the Steelers will have their own team, whole team back, and Big Ben is the favorite at 3-1. to one. He'll have his whole line back, and he knows how to play the position. I don't like to go with the chalk. I got on this one. All right, Mike. I wanted that's I like I do like Big Ben and hearing what he. What'd went you think through, of my? What'd you think? I mean, I, I busted my tail to come up with something. That, or did you know that already about the three teams? That uh, and no, Arizona. That, that, Arizona is one of them. That's impressive. I didn't think yeah. he gave you enough credit. I'm no, a little hurt. All right. I, well done, buddy. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm better yeah. now. Yeah. There you uh, go. I, okay. I was gonna I was gonna follow up on your Big Ben thought and saying that right. It's crazy what he went through. Mm-hmm. He he talked about how that how awful that injury was and and the mm. you know but the one thing I I kind of agree with your pick and mm-hmm. what you were saying is that he, he's you know he for the Steelers to be successful yes. this year it's all on his shoulders right oh listen this is hilarious back when they used to say boy I'll tell you what the Colts without Peyton Manning they're finished or without Tom Brady you hear they're gonna be done New England like if Big Ben didn't get hurt. Pittsburgh wasn't done as if if Drew Brees gets hurt. That's the way the quarterback position is. That's the most important position, at least in football and in most of sports. So Big Ben, I think, is in a great position. I think he's been chomping at the bit. And the fatter he gets, it seems like the better he gets. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you this right now. He, He doesn't drop the fork much, Randy. No, that's true. That's he's true. never heard of cottage cheese. That's true, but he's tough to get down, I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, the guy yeah. sidesteps yeah. people like he's 190 pounds. So I, I like your pick a lot at Big Ben 3-1. to yep. I'm You like want to go in together? Yeah, why not? The, do the kids need school supplies? We we need everything, Mike. Yes. Does Dana, yes. by the way, that once again, happy anniversary. Does she, do you need for next year's gift? I mean, you'll get it. Well, just see, just correction. Beth is my wife. Dana is my daughter. So, oh Jesus. Yeah, that's all right. No though. wonder you didn't take me on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> well, what uh, are you doing with with uh, Dana when, when it the, 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 when it was the anniversary, right? No, it was. I, I was. Uh, I, I must said, have read it wrong. Yeah, I said. Uh, I said to my lovely wife and to my my two kids, Brett and Dana. So maybe that's. Why oh, I'm I, such uh, a dork. Yeah, that's all right, Mike. Sorry about that. Uh, so I I like Nick Foles at eighteen to one. I think because uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the. You so. Nick Foles because he's a bear. That's true. Uh, I want to before we get to college football talk. I just yes, wanna, sir. I just want to ask you, how are you doing with all these sports being active? But right now, we wouldn't have all these sports active. How are you handling betting? Look, do you, is there oh. one day you're like, you know what, I'm gonna take a break from this because it is overwhelming for gamblers right now. I really do believe that. I I've been doing okay. I've been holding my own. I'm not going to say I've been winning. 
a lot. I'm not going to say I've been losing about it. It's been up and down. I think it's been hard to judge. I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I lost the Bruin game the other day to Tampa Bay. Uh, a three to two game. Uh, you know, the Tampa Bay came out fast, and uh, you know I was surprised. Uh, so that one, uh, you know what? I, it's been great that it's back. I, I, you know, as Jack Brickhouse used to call people like my age, it's I'm a shut in now, Andy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like to I like TV, but you know you can only watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So many times. I've watched it like 30 times. You know, you watch. I've seen Casablanca 33 times since the quarantine hit on TCM. So it's great that sports is back. But I'll tell you what. I think golf, because of the talent that they have and because golf betting, as you just heard from Luke Pergandi from PropSwap, is because they cashed in early. It's become a very popular thing, and I don't think golf betting was all that big 10 years ago. Would I be right in assuming that? Uh, no, I, I would agree with you. I, I would say that golf has has definitely – golf betting has been, has skyrocketed. I love it because I watch every – I don't care if it's the uh, if it's the John Deere tournament in Cleveland at Wyoming. If you got money on somebody, you're watching it like it's the Masters. Right. Period. Uh, yep. I would I would agree with you. I and, watch every every hole. I get mad at the guy now on a Friday. I'm going, what are you doing? I never would do that unless it was a major. Right, right. It's it's I you know, Mike, I, I found it a little bit exhausting all everything going on right now with with with, with the gambling and you know, so many sports available. Yes. Um, it's it's a little much. It's a little well, much. Well you're but, missing you're missing games. Right. That's a good I mean, point. I can't believe here, Major League Baseball, you know, they can't get out of their own way, Randy. You know this. Right. They always, you know, we've talked about this on the show. Yep. I mean, I'm sitting at home and there's like one day game at 340. And then I could turn the channel and the NBA starting at 1130. And they got like four games in the in, in, in the bucket before Major League Baseball starts. The NHL too. I'm watching hockey on a Wednesday afternoon. Where are the baseball games? I mean, are you kidding me? And I guess it's because of travel and because the NBA and the NHL, they're accessible because they're all in one place. That's true. That's true. Yep. The, the bubble has worked out great oh, for the NHL and Do you NBA. think that baseball should have had four dome stadiums and tried to do the same thing regionally? Yeah, I I, I I think so. I think so, and I think what Carmen brought up this week on our show, which I think is real important, is that for the postseason, maybe for the NLCS, ALCS, and definitely for the World Series, they should try to work out a bubble. They should, they really right. should, you know, and just just find a stadium. I don't know if it's a, you said a dome stadium. It's gonna be colder then, and just plop down in that city for as long as it takes and get this season. They should have had Texas as one of the, the, the new dome stadium in Texas, uh, Miller field as one as a bubble t- mm-hmm. uh, for the, for the central division. I'm going division by division. They could have had right. four dome stadiums or eight dome stadiums or whatever they wanted to do. Kept pe- the players in the hotels a lot like they're doing in the NBA, but they didn't go that route. And, you know, it's good to know that there haven't been as many cases and stuff, but I think you'd agree that baseball's been the messiest so far, big uh, time. Abs- absolutely. Yep. To some levels, it's been kind of embarrassing for baseball. But, absolutely. But they're starting to get their act together a little bit more. So we only have a couple minutes left here, Mike, and I wanted yep. to real quickly get to some college football with you because uh, it looks like it's going to be the Power Five conferences. Those are the be the conferences that play football and. It looks like it might season might start a little later, 
But uh, the odds are out. The odds have been out for who's going to win the national championship. Right. And Clemson right now is your favorite at two and a half to one. Ohio State comes in just under three to one. Bama, you can get it six to one. Ooh. Notre Dame twenty five to one, and Michigan all the way to sixty to one. Mike, if you're if for advice for our fans right now, because of the fact uh-huh. that now some players are starting to opt out of the season because they're going to be first round picks, would, would would you tread lightly when you're betting college football yes. this year? Yes, but I like Trevor Lawrence. I'll take Clemson. I'll take Chalk. Mike, what what's happened to you? You used to go because of the situation, guys. Because there are no. Um, non-conference games because they're going to come out of the shoot. Who's got the best quarterback? Who's got the uh, ready coach? And, and and also because Alabama's 6-1. to one. Believe me when I tell you this, folks. That's high for them. Yes. That is high. That's a sucker bet. You're going to go, hey, I'm going to put down $1,000. I'm going to talk like an Alabama fan. <laughs> I'm going to put down $1,000, see? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to win because I figured it out, 6000 because I'm taking Alabama. This is a steal. No, it's not. That means they have an issue somewhere because they're usually what? Am I wrong? Three to one, three, four two to, to one? Three to one, two to one. They're, yeah. re, they're usually where Clemson is now. Right, right. So and I'm going to go with Dabble Sweeney and, and, Trevor, and Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I, that's a safe yeah. bet, and I, 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 yes. like, I like your rationale. And, you know, Alabama this year is starting – Mac Jones, uh, as as yes, their starting quarterback. By the way, one, my uh, my son on his travel baseball team, Matt, he has a, a friend whose name is Mac Jones. So he's there a, used to be an outfielder. Really good player. Used to be an outfielder. Played for for the Montreal Expos. Look it up, kids. Mac Jones, good ball player. All right, real quickly, we have like a minute left here, Mike. So the, the I love he- when you got the countdown. I feel like I work for NASA. <laughs> the Heisman Trophy. I'm the guy I- with the white tie with the crew cut. <laughs> <laughs> Look at, tro- it, look at it, a black and white thing going, I hope these guys don't get killed. The Heisman Trophy odds are out, Mike. <laughs> yes. Uh, Justin Field from uh, Ohio State is 3-1. to one. Your guy, Trevor Lawrence, who maybe because of the fact they don't know if he'll play the whole season, who knows, is 6-1 to one because he should be the odds-on favorite. And then you can get Sam Wait, Ellinger. what was that about? That he won't play the whole season? Well, I'm just, say- I'm just saying if, if they move the season back, if they have to, you know, if they oh. – that maybe Trevor Lawrence decides, hey, I'm the number one pick in the NFL draft. Why am I even playing this season? So I will it- send somebody to talk to him if okay. I put money down on him. Okay, so if you had those two, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's and or- I got to go, Trevor Lawrence. I'm riding. I'm riding him, okay. man. It's a dream year for him. He saw what Burrow did last year, so I think he wants to try to complicate to duplicate that because that's what's expected expected of him and Burrow handled the pressure can Lawrence yes okay so you're got you got Trevor Lawrence at 61 yep, absolutely the sounds good all right up next Mike on the odds couple you know who joins us next Jimmy Jim Miller from Hawthorne joins us next this is the odds couple on ESPN 1000 this is the odds couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco the odds couple on ESPN 1000 Heading home, the home stretch of the Odds Couple. Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen DeFalco, along with Mike North. The Odds Couple brought, presented by Props Up. And it is our pleasure to bring in the man, Hawthorne Jim. Jimmy! Jim Miller from Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim, how are you? I'm doing good, gentlemen. We had another nice week last yep. week, so we're making some money, and hopefully we can keep doing it this weekend. Mike, Mike before we get started, I want to say that uh, it was Jim's birthday last Saturday. Happy belated, Jim. Happy birthday, Thank you. Jimmy. Thank and, you, gentlemen. Uh, I texted Jim. 
happy birthday. Then I said, hey, what were those picks you gave out again on the odds couple? And the first one, I believe, was from Saratoga, if I can remember correct, right, Jim? Yes, sir. And so he, he said the horse. So I went on my app, put down 10 bucks on win, play, show, and then I got busy and I totally forgot about it, Mike. And then like an hour and a half later, I looked and there was over $200 in my account. I'm like, oh, what, what was that from? Nice. And then I, I texted Jim. I'm like, winner? And he was like, yes, sir. So Jimmy! It really pays to listen to Jim Miller every week Absolutely. on the Odds Couple. Well done, yeah, Jim. Yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, I'll tell you, in that horse last week, Echo Town at Saratoga, this was a horse that was completely overlooked. Nine to two in the morning line. We got seven to one in the race. Absolutely perfect trip. And the thing was, and, and the beauty of it, we not only won, this horse won going away. So really a nice thing. And, hey, man, it was nice for me to give a birthday gift over your way then, Randy. That's true. That's true, and I appreciate it, Jim. And uh, Club Hawthorne app, how's it doing? Everything going great? Yeah, the Club Hawthorne app's been doing real well, and especially now with the fact that we still can't have spectators in the stands. A lot of people have really moved over to the app and the beauty of it. You can bet any racetrack in North America. You can bet any racetrack internationally as well. You can watch multiple signals at one time, so you can have a lot of action going. And that's really the good thing, because pretty much every racetrack is back up and racing right now, and a lot of them are without spectators. So this is your best place to go. Go to the Club Hawthorne app, try to make a little bit of money. And you know what, guys? We're only a month away from Derby. So we got to get ready for it. And and the horse that's going to be the favorite in the Derby is racing this weekend. You know what? I think that, and, and we talked about this with the Derby, uh, betters have mechanisms. And when you tell them the Derby's coming up after the Derby was already supposed to be played, I mean, I'm seeing a lack of enthusiasm in some sports right yep. now because they're being played during the daytime. People don't always remember that they're on. How about the enthusiasm? I know it's the Kentucky Dirty Derby, and it's the number one race in all of America, if the world, Jimmy. But there's got to be a fall off a little bit because of the uh, of the movement and everything else of this race. Yeah, and I agree with you, Mike. There is going to be a little bit of a fall off because everybody really points to the first Saturday in May, and that's the big day in that, and that's really the focus on that day. And yeah, you do have baseball going on. You may have the end of uh, NBA and or NHL seasons going on. Mm-hmm. This year, it could be really interesting because where it's located the first Saturday in September, we're still waiting to find out if there's going to be NCAA football that weekend as well. Because if there is, that's probably going to overshadow the Derby a little bit, too. I mean, of course, your horse racing aficionados are definitely going to focus on the Derby. But you're right. It does lose a little bit of its luster this year. Thank goodness, though, they didn't just cancel the race and say we'll be back next year. But they worked and found a spot for the race to go. And it's going to be a really interesting race this year. I'll be curious to see, guys, if you still have a full field of 20 in there. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Jim. And, you know, I think the big thing about the, the Kentucky Derby is the fact that, you know, the, the pageantry, right, you see all the celebrities there. And it, it's going to be this year. It's going to be different this year, obviously. But there, probably, right. there will be no fans there, correct? Um, yeah, they were trying to get some fans. I don't know if they're going to have any fans. If they will, it'll be at a far reduced amount. But you're right. You're not going to have 110,000 people there. You're not going to have an infield just completely full impact of party goers. You're not going to have that huge roar when the horses walk onto the racetrack. So it is a little bit different thing. And I, I, you hate to say it, for the horses, it's probably a better thing because they get worked up with those huge crowds. So for them, not a bad thing. For the fans, though, it definitely is going to change the entire occasion. All right, Jimmy, make us some money this weekend like he did last week. Come on, That's right, boys. That's what we're here to do. We're going right back to Saratoga to start out to this weekend. We'll go to race number eight at Saratoga. This is a grade three on the turf, five and a half furlongs on the turf. There's a horse by the name of Chewing Gum. This is the seven horse in there. Bet the horse across the board. Joel Rosario rides for trainer Bill Mott. Bill Mott, incredible with horses on the grass. This is a horse that'll sit back, should come rolling late, but I think it's overlooked a little bit in the wagering money, so 
Give a look here at the Chewing Gum and Race 8 at Saratoga. Race 11, this is the interesting race. This is your now derby prep. This is the grade one Travers, a mile and a quarter, $1 million on the dirt. Here's the interesting thing. The horse that's going to be the favorite in the Kentucky Derby is in this race, the sixth. Tis the law. You watch the race for a couple of reasons. Tis the law is even money in here. If you want to bet the horse to win, bet the horse to win. I'm a little surprised they're running in this race because this is actually going to be wheeling back rather quickly for the Kentucky Derby in about four weeks. But the six horse Tis the law, just the horse to focus on there. Again, if you want to bet the win, bet the win. Then go to Hawthorne Saturday night, race six. Look to the three horse, call for justice. Bet this horse across the board as well. This horse will be overlooked. Probably the fourth choice in the betting line. Got a great trip against this company a couple of weeks ago, and I think Call for Justice will be really tough in the sixth at Hawthorne. He's at Hawthorne, Jim. I recommend you follow him because he gives out winners. Yep. Jim Miller, thanks for joining Jimmy! us. We'll talk next week. You got it, boys. We'll talk next week. There he is, Jim Miller and Mike uh, down the home stretch here on the Odds Couple. Wait a minute. Four. Let me yes. ask you something. Yes. Do the horses have any say in the names? No. Because if you want me to be a serious horse, okay. if you want me to do what I got to do, you don't name me after an all-girls band and call me Chewing Gum. <laughs> do you hear me? You're, there's Damascus, War Admiral, Secretariat, all the great horses. You want me great and you call me Chewing Gum? Come on now. Yeah, that's a little rough. I, I, Come I on, that's there. rough. I would agree with you. But there's some of these cra- these horse names, I love like, names are crazy. They're crazy, yeah. right? And, I love the names. And you know what? It's a sucker's bet because so many. how many times have you bet a horse just because of the name? Oh, come right? on. Yeah. yeah. Or the number. Right. Exactly. You know what? It got so bad for me. I used to go to Maywood with a couple uh, bread buddies of mine and BB. It got because because harness racing. You know, you just got to fix. You know, you just got to pick the horse you think's gonna win. And I, I used to throw dice, pick cards. It, it, yeah, that's yeah. that's what it amounted to. Yep. It, it's it's hey, it's hard to pick the winner of a race too. We talked about picking a golf winner. Yeah, you got some Jimmy Miller. Believe me when I tell you this, I throw compliments around like sewer covers. I'm just telling you now, he's one of the best handicappers in the country that I've seen. He's great. Yep. He's great. He's consistent, too, Mike. Love him. He's consistent. All right, yep. we've only got a few minutes left here, so let's get a couple okay. of things. The NBA, uh, the bubble has worked out great. They, yep. Kudos to Adam Silver. The uh, I was looking at the odds, Mike, last night for to win the NBA championship, and you know, right now, as I, we mentioned before, it's tough to bet some of these games because you just don't know the motivation of teams. They've already had their seed set for the playoffs. So the Bucks right now are the favorite, the betting yeah. odds favorite at just over two and a half to one. The Lakers are just over two and a half to one, and then the Clippers are three to one. So of those three teams, Mike, of the chalk picks, who of those three do you like? You know, I don't like LeBron James. And I understand why people don't, but I also don't like when people tell me, a grown man, okay, that Portland is going to beat the Lakers with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I think, I, I love destroying narratives, and that's been the main, the MSM, the mainstream media in sports' narrative that the Portland Trailblazers are going to give LeBron James and the Lakers regardless you know, they're resting LeBron now because of a groin pull. But I almost want to take the Lakers because people are doubting them. And I still think Anthony Davis is the MVP of that team. But, man, if your second player is LeBron James, that's tough. And I know that Portland's got McCullough, and I know they got Lillard, and I know that they got some youth. But, man, 
I, I got to see it to believe it. Portland disappointed disappoints unless you have Bill Walton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so of those three teams, Mike, uh, I like the Lakers. You like the Lakers? Okay. Yep. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of have a feeling. I Come think on. The two other times, Mike, I heard the stat <laughs> that yep. LeBron has been the top seed, the top number one overall seed. The Lakers have won the championship. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, LeBron, I, it's going to be a tainted thing no matter what. It's it's a, a number of games. But uh, look, it, it's still going to go on his resume no matter what. And you want to be there at the end. I'm sure Jordan would have attacked this the same way as he attacked an 82-game schedule. He would have told these guys, hey, guess what? We're not playing as many minutes as we had to. Now, LeBron has a slight groin pull. But it's a joke to me that a team that's 2.5 to 1 with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I'm being told that Portland, a number 8 seed's going to beat them. I'm sorry, I can't go that route. All right, Mike, we're heading down the home stretch. It's time, I love the home stretch. It's time for our favorite part of the odds couple, and that's to give our picks out. Mike, I'll, I'll let you start. Uh, All right. Go ahead. Who, who, who are you looking at? Well, first I'd like to say this. Uh, for the tournament, you could still bet it. Uh, DeChambeau plus 1,200. I like him. At a hundred, put a hundred on him. You can win twelve hundred. He's been putting okay. Uh, I like Rory at twenty eight hundred, which means he's not going to win. Man, he's only hundred sixty pounds. I mean, DeChambeau craps bigger than him. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I've seen Rory in person. He's he's chiseled. He's built, but he's tiny. He's not a my big god. Guy. I mean, I, how do you even compete? And so I'm going to take them. I sort of like. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking Tampa Bay. For, these are today's games. We're good. I've been assured by Rand uh, yes. by Randy the pot. Podcast is going to be up. I'm taking Tampa Bay minus the 110 over the New York Yankees today, and I'm taking our White Sox at plus 105, ladies and gentlemen, against the Cleveland Indians. Okay, that's Dylan Cease on the mound, Mike. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fade you on that pick because no. I like I like the Indians. Oh. Minus 124 coming into the cell, the guaranteed rate, whatever they want to call All it All right, now. then I'll take the Sox at 114, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> there you we go. We can't lose. One of us is going to win that one. That's true. And here's here's another interesting one I like, Mike. Uh, I like the go against Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer tonight. He's, yeah. he's been pitching well for the Reds. The Reds that. are in Milwaukee. The Brewers are coming off two straight wins. Kristen Yelich last night got the biggest gift of all gifts, yep. an inside-the-park home run. Uh, when Jimenez totally butchered it. So I like the Brewers tonight at home, and they are the underdog. So I like the Brewers tonight, and I'm going to go with the Cleveland Indians. And one more pick if, if you really want to get crazy. Jeff Samarja, the Giants, uh, are at the Dodgers tonight. Uh, the Dodgers aren't throwing a great pitcher at Samarja, and you can get with a run and a half still plus Ooh. 115 with the Giants. So if you have a feeling the Giants have a chance to win, I might go with that. You as know well. what? I got to tell you something. I'm impressed. Samarja, at one time I would have preferred he'd be a wide receiver for the Bears. It didn't work out that way. He signed with the Cubs. He's been a survivor. It's touch and go with him. I like that pick also. But I'm going to tell you something. You know how I'm going to know how you did? If you break in next week in the first segment. <laughs> you because know I am going to hold you accountable like we're held accountable. Because, Randy, I like a couple of your picks, so we'll see what happens, my friend. Mikey, as usual, thank you for letting Love me fill in. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks to Sean Davis, Tyler Aki for helping us out, Eric Ostrowski, and, uh, of course, to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Luke. Jimmy! Mike, have a great weekend. You too, And buddy. we will talk to you next week. It's been The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.